Welcome to the Cougar Connection podcast. This is episode number four. Today we are highlighting a new staff member in our new teacher spotlight series. I am Abigail Stender here with Mrs. Madero, who is a new teacher at Illini Central. Mrs. Madero, thank you for your time. Hi! <laughs> the first question that I would like to ask is what classes do you teach? I am a special ed instructor and I teach kind of a plethora of things. I have um, a sixth grade math class, a sixth grade science class, a sixth grade social science class, and a high school um, physical science class. Since you teach a broad range, do you have a special class that you like better or a subject? Um, Oddly enough, when I think back on all the things, all the school that I've gone through, Mm -hmm. science and math are my worst subjects. Mm -hmm. So they, yeah, it's (laughs) kind of confusing even to me that they put me with science and math (laughs) students. They were not my strong subjects, but I like, I actually like both of them. Even Mm -hmm. they have their challenges in their own ways. So interesting. It's fun. How long have you been teaching? I have only been teaching for four years. This is my fourth season. Wow. Was it your plan all along to become a teacher? No. (laughs) What were your plans beforehand? Um, Much like most students, uh, when I left high school, I had absolutely no clue what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. My mom forced me into college, (laughs) and you got the, you're going to go to college, you're going to get a job, or you're going to pay rent, and basically all boiled down paying rent. So Mm -hmm. I left and went to college Mm -hmm. in 1997, and realized that college was not my thing mm-hmm. and I really didn't like it. So I ended up getting out of college and I ended up joining the military mm-hmm. in 2000. It was November of 2000. And then so I did 14 years in that, moved, um, got out of that in 2014. And me and my husband moved to Illinois. And that was when I went back to college because what I did in the military doesn't translate into anything mm-hmm. in the civilian right. world. So I had to find another um, thing to do. And I ended up actually in communication, social media, and marketing, Mm. which is all super fun, but nobody tells you that they don't pay a whole lot until you get out (laughs) of it. So I was making $10 an hour with a mortgage and two car payments and kids Mm -hmm. and realized real fast I had to find something else. And that's when I had a friend approach me about being an ROTC instructor. So Limestone has an Air Force ROTC position Mm -hmm. that was open, and I went over there. So that's how I rolled into teaching. Mm -hmm. But most of my kids there were special ed. Mm -hmm. Even, you know, even something as simple. I had kids that were complete straight A's. Right. They went from to uh, Ivy League colleges, all the way down to your basic, I don't want to do gym, and they wow. came to my class for that. So it was it was a very wide range of students over there. Wow. What would you say the most exciting part of your job is now? You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> Every day is something different, which... Um, much like the military, like I, I used to look forward to that. No, no two days were the same, and that is the exact same thing here, especially working mm-hmm. with uh, sixth graders. 
they're never the same two days in a row. Mm-hmm. One day your challenging kid just became the easy kid and the easy kid became the challenging kid and mm-hmm. that you're always on your toes. You're always trying to keep up with everybody and then you're always trying to keep up with all the tech and right, the, right. the new stuff and what do kids want to learn today? Mm-hmm. Not what they want to learn, but how can I present it right. in a new highlighted way? That they would understand. Yes. Yeah. Um, why did you choose to become a teacher at Illini Central? The ROTC program is structured in such a way that it requires, and this it's not necessarily just the school requirements because the way it is designed, I fall under the Air Force. Mm. I like belong to the Air Force and I belong to the school. Mm-hmm. And I have requirements that are met by both. Uh, the Air Force demands um, weight management standards. So if Mm -hmm. I do not weigh exactly 198 pounds and look a very specific way in my uniform, you get written up and you get Mm -hmm. put on what we call the fat boy list. And I use air quotes loosely around that um, because they want you to, you have to look the image, Mm -hmm. okay? And then on top of that, I had to teach, we call it color guard. So mm-hmm. like when we play national anthem, they right. would do that. Football mm-hmm. games, basketball games, volleyball games, soccer games. Um, we would do, when I got into the program, they were doing 3000 hours of community service. Mm-hmm. They were, what, what else? We had a whole bunch of stuff that we had to do. Um, after school activities, PT drill. Oh, we had kids that were doing computer science, which I know nothing about computer science. (laughs) I was doing, and then like basically I had to teach and do all the teacher side stuff. So then we have our lesson plans and our plan books and our SLOs and all the things that teachers go through every day. And then I have all that other stuff that I just talked about with the Air Force. Mm -hmm. The instructor that brought me in quit the first year I was there. And then I was by myself for the second and third year, mm-hmm. which doing both jobs by yourself is right. a whole lot. Right. Cause then there's also the air force paperwork and all the stuff that goes along with that, right. which Absolutely. it takes a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, going into COVID, all COVID taught me was I really wanted my life back mm-hmm. because I was working like 80 hour work weeks trying to keep up with the program because we had to still do Mm -hmm. all the stuff, even though we only had one instructor, I had no one I could swap out with. So it was a whole lot of work and I really like, I was missing everything with my kids and I um, never got to see that, that one year before COVID hit my son's football games out of 18, I saw like three, Mm. you know? So like it, it became COVID taught me like, and I'm not saying that COVID is good. Like nobody right. wanted this huge sickness to come along, right. but um, it gave me time to go back and reflect. And I got to spend time with my kids mm-hmm. and I got to spend time with my family that I never mm-hmm. got to up until that point, because mm-hmm. then like the military, you're out and about and you're yeah. around the world and I was doing stuff and I was never around mm-hmm. and I was missing half their lives and that was no fun. So mm-hmm. when I was going um, projected to go into my well, I would have been there this year. My fourth year with them without mm-hmm. another instructor, I started looking for a new job. Mm-hmm. And I came down here and they interviewed me and here I am. All right. So where Long are you story. originally from? 
I grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are your hobbies? Ooh, hobbies. Um, I don't know. I like hobbies are hard for me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think ho- hobbies are hard. I, I have lots of stuff that I do, but mm-hmm. I don't do anything well mm-hmm. and I don't do it often because I have a lot of other stuff going on yeah. because teaching and school and yeah. all of this takes up a lot of time. Yeah. And then I have my kids, but, right. um, I have recently, I had a friend teach me how to crochet. Oh. So I've been doing that for like a year now and I'm obsessed with sunflowers right now. I'm like mm-hmm. crocheting like a hundred sunflowers. Yeah. And then I, my husband taught me how to ride a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. So I'm obsessed with my motorcycle. <laughs> I recently found an all women's riding group. So we do oh, stuff with yeah. them and that's super fun. Um, it's hard to find ladies in a man centric environment because mm-hmm. that's what motorcycles are. Mostly men and then women ride on the back. Yeah. If, anyone's ever met me to include you or any of the people in the building i am not one to sit in the background i'm kind of a type a personality so my husband took me on exactly one ride and i could feel the back tire slip and i was like nope not doing it i got on i started riding the bike um have you ever heard of diamond dots no i have not they are like big pictures and you mm-hmm. can you can get online they're like a picture with a film over it and okay. you take a pen mm-hmm. and literally it's like a gemstone and you mm-hmm. just sit there and you go gemstone to the picture or gemstone mm-hmm. to the picture and you just it's such a time sucker and mm-hmm. i just I, I literally put my tv on on my computer yeah. and I, I do this for hours yeah. and my daughter will sit across from me and we just dine and dine <laughs> all day but then as far as hobbies that's about it <laughs> it's kind of simple so I know you mentioned your um, your other family, but what could you tell us to add on to that about your family? Um, I have twins mm-hmm. that are 13, so they're very, well, I don't even know how to explain it. They're, they're twins, but they're not identical, so they are completely polar opposite. If I <laughs> ask them... Um, and I think they do it on purpose sometimes. I really do. That if they want, if I want, do you want spaghetti or tacos? Mm-hmm. I literally get tacos, spaghetti. And then right. I still have to make the decision. Right. Um, like he likes football. He, she started running cross country last year. And when COVID canceled football, right. he started running. Mm-hmm. Um, Grant and Cadence are, they're just their own little humans. Yeah. And they're, they're so... I don't even even have words. They're just, they're interesting and they're fun. Mm -hmm. And I use them, I like to use them against my students. (laughs) So I'll take questions out of my students and like they'll say something or do something that I don't understand. And when they won't explain it to me, I take it home and I look at my kids and I'll be like, hey, what's this mean? And then they explain it. And same with my kids. They'll come and they'll say something and I'll be like, hey, what does this mean? And Mm -hmm. I kind of play them off each other. It's kind of fun. If you could give your students one piece of advice from your life, what would it be? That's a hard question. Yeah. You don't have to know everything right away. Mm -hmm. You don't have to know what you want. Yeah. You, like, I am 
older than I'd like to, and I finally found something that I enjoy. Mm -hmm. The military kind of fell in my lap. It wasn't, I did not seek it out. I literally had a friend drag me into a recruiter Mm -hmm. office and she was supposed to enlist and I left a month later. Mm -hmm. So um, that just all kind of happened, which there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. And I think kids today, well, it's not just today because it was even in my my generation when I was in high school, Mm -hmm. kids get so wrapped up with, I have to have this planned out. Mm -hmm. I have to go to college. I have to, have to, have to. And yeah, is it good to have an idea of what you want to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. But you don't always need to have it. Right. You know, like, like not everybody wants to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. You don't need 10 years of school, you know? Like, and the other one is like, um, I'm a huge advocate for like the trades and the military and because not everybody is meant to go to college. Right. I, it took me literally 20 years to figure out that school wasn't that bad Mm -hmm. and I could actually accomplish it. Mm -hmm. When I was 18 was not the time for me to accomplish Mm -hmm. college because I didn't make it real far. Mm -hmm. So there's, you have plenty of time to figure out what you want to be and what you want to do. So use it and use it to your advantage and take all the time and take other classes that you don't think that you're going to enjoy because that stuff is where you're going to figure out what you like. Yeah. Well, thank you, Mrs. Madero, for taking the time to sit down with me today. And thank you for your service. Make sure to look out for the next Cougar Connection podcast coming soon.